Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads Podcast. <laughs> and as always, sitting right over there is my main man, Reggie. <laughs> Reggie, that just seemed like an appropriate opening. <laughs> you know what, man? It it, it really is. Um, bro, well... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, here to, I, don't know, here. I don't know what to say. I mean, he's getting lost on his words because we're here to review the Washington Commanders uh, <laughs> taking it on the chin. Uh, I mean, what on the chin? I mean, we, we, I wouldn't even say we got beat up. We just got left, right? We just got left in the dust, man. It, it's one thing to get a, get a, an ass whooping. It wasn't even that. It was just, Smack us and walk away, and nothing we could do uh, against hey, the Miami Dolphins today. As as the old Ice Cube Ice Cube song would say, they they screwed us with no Vaseline. It, <laughs> you know, I don't even know. I don't even know who's that. Like I said, it, it was they just smacked us, took our oh. money, and and walked away. And and it happened early. You know, we were. I, I know it's not a surprise to a lot of Commanders fans, but about the way we've been playing. Um, but I was hopeful. You know, I'm 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 an optimistic fan. I was hoping we would be in the neighborhood at halftime. In the neighborhood, I'm. And, and to me, being in the neighborhood might be ten points. Right. Uh, end of the first quarter, you're down seventeen points. Seventeen nothing. And 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 that and that was the highlight. <laughs> that was the highlight. You know, man, I, I I wish I wish I could say that I didn't see this coming, right? If you listen to our last podcast, I talked about them running us off the field by halftime. And I'll be honest, based on where I thought things would be at halftime, we were actually looking pretty good. Cause I thought it was gonna be worse at halftime. So needless to say. There wasn't anything happening during the game that had me shocked or surprised. I really thought we get we get beat worse than that, to be quite honest with you. So I mean, every time, 30, I, whatever. I mean, how are you going to be worse than thirty-one to seven? Uh, it, it doesn't get much worse 10. than that in the NFL. Ken, you got you got one of the number one rated offenses against the number one. I mean, the, the last place defense. It could easily have been worse, and and we saw evidence of it. What the third play of the game. Fourth play of the game, yeah. Right? I, I, I mean, I mean J- Tyreek Hill, as we talked about it, which I'm sure you go over a couple of numbers here. But by the halftime, he had 100. He had more yards by himself than we had as a team. He had 132 yards right about halftime on three catches, and we had 108 yards of offense. So he was a one man wrecking crew. So what I saw was happening. I feel like they probably could have put more points on us. Well, I'm 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 gonna give you a ridiculous stat. And and it's ridiculous that I even say this. That's the that's the point I want to say. We held him to twenty yards in the second half. Tyreek Hill, right? Uh, <laughs> that's a ridiculous stat, right? Uh, well, as we I know, I know. I'm and it, like I said, that's a total sarcasm. There, he ended the day with one hundred and fifty-seven yards. Um, so we held him to whatever. It doesn't matter because uh, it was it was over. Um, but did, but did we did we hold them or they just? Called a different it, offense it because the game it was in hand, matter. 
it, it, it doesn't really matter. They scored another two touchdowns, um, another touchdown in the third quarter, another touchdown in the fourth quarter. I mean, the game was out of out of out of there. And if I was them, I would have. I think they finally let him sit. I don't know how much they were playing him, but he was catching passes into the fourth quarter. And I was like, why is he even out there? He is he is the MVP of the team by far. Uh, why would you have him out there when you were at, at one point you were up uh, like 38, 38, 15, something like that. Um, and the, the frustrating part is not that he, that he performed and, and caught a touchdown. It was, you know what they're doing. You know, I, I would have had no problem if we double covered him all game long and we would have gone nine on 10, nine against 10 on the rest of the team. Um, because clearly he killed us right up, right out of the bat. I jokingly said, uh, that and and I was waiting for somebody, but nobody bought it. I jokingly was going to say on the, on the first possession, I said we were th- we're going three and out on this, and I was waiting for somebody to laugh and go, yeah, our defense. I was like, and I was going to say, no, they're going to score within three plays, and sure enough, nobody 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 bid on it, so I didn't get to say it. But the third play of the game, he took it 60, 70 yeah. yards. Why would we bite on that? No one believed we was going to go three and out. <laughs> I know, but I, I expected somebody to say something sarcastic, right? Like, oh, yeah, what, you know, what are you smoking? What, you already been drinking this early, you know, whatever. And I was going, I, I didn't, I didn't say we we're going to get off because of a good reason. You know, might be getting off the field because of a bad reason. And that's exactly what happened. Um, oh, man. Oh, so, uh, yeah, they, they ended up with 400 yards of offense, um, 45 points. It's not a big surprise. Uh, one of the stats that I looked at that I thought was a little bit of a surprise was everybody claims that, um, Sam Howell gets a lot of yards because, because we're losing by a lot. Well, that wasn't today. Uh, he was 12 of 23, less than 50%, uh, well, I guess 50%, uh, a pinch, but pinch more. Sorry for the mathematicians out there. Uh, but he only passed for 127 yards total. He, I mean, he didn't get garbage yards, right? And uh, so he had 23 passes, attempts, three sacks. So it's 26 attempts total the whole game. Uh, we ran the ball 28 times. We actually rushed the ball more than we passed. I believe that's the first time this year. I'm sure that's the first time this year. I'm sure it's first time, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but, 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 you, but you, add, you add them up. And that's only, what, 50, 54 plays? You know, that's passing and receiving. And we've seen him throw 50 times in a game along with a handful of runs. So we only had 50-couple pl- offensive plays because there's a whole lot of three and outs, you know. Yeah, man, and, and a lot of people have said that these last five games, this week included, despite anything that has happened in the previous 12 weeks, the next five weeks were going to be just as vital and crucial for Sam Howell to convince the next coaching staff, the ownership and coaching staff, that the investment needs to be in supporting him as opposed to investing in his replacement. Right. Um, with us picking in the top five, you know, being in, 
in a spot to grab a potential uh, quarterback in the first round. And, you know, I'm of the opinion that just because you you grab a quarterback in the first round, it doesn't mean that it's going to equal to success. Right. And so I'm not quick to to say that that's the route we need to go. But despite what I say, you say or any of us say, it's going to come down to Sam Howell uh, putting on the tape and auditioning for his job to prove to the new ownership to say, hey, don't worry about the quarterback position. I got that part covered. Y'all just need to go out and and fill the holes and needs of other places on this team, offensive, offensive line, linebacker, and places of that nature. But don't worry about the QB position because I got that covered, guys. But going out against a team like this, losing, you're putting up 120 yards or whatever passing in an NFL game. In a, starting quarterbacks don't typically do that. Right. Um, you know, we saw the bonehead plays where he's just chunking it up, that kind of stuff, man. That, that, listen, brother, you don't have the same, the same amount of rope that Sam Howe, the first round pick, would get versus Sam Howe, the fifth round pick. Right. They, they're not going to give you that kind of rope, my, my man. So you got to be a little bit careful. And the defenses coming up aren't going to get any easier. I know the Jets is a terrible team, but man, they have a top five defense. You still got to play the 49ers. You still got to play the Cowboys again. And that's going to matter, you know, based on what if they're playing for anything. So, you know, the Rams. I mean, so these defenses he's got to play against aren't going to be easy. And, and, and so, again, he, he's auditioning for his job as well. And I believe in Sam. I believe in Sam. Well, I, I, it's funny, uh, you know, talking about this game and, and people believing or not believing in Sam Howell. Um, this is the game, this is the game right here where the people that aren't on the Sam Howell bandwagon, they, they, they can point out three or four plays and say, see, that's why. And I can show you three or four plays that he made that were very well, uh, that, you know, some, some really good throws, uh, you know, a run or two of his that, you know, you cringe one play. And then you're like, man, that's an NFL throw. That's an NFL quarterback throw right there on the money, uh, timing, whatever else. Um, overall, it wasn't a great game for Sam. Let me just, I'm, I'm not trying to make it that that uh, he had this great game other than a few bad plays. Um, but it was bad. It was bad for everybody. Offensive line, bad. Sam Howell, bad. Um, defensively, bad. Um, like I said, I, I, the most frustrating thing was, you know, Tariq Hill's touchdowns were easy touchdowns, right? He didn't have to work hard. He didn't have to, I mean, he didn't really even have to burn anybody. I mean, he's fast. Don't get me wrong. You know, keeping up with him is, is, is keeping up with a cheetah, but I got a safety over the top. I want to tell my safety, don't let him get past you. He starts coming at you. You start backpedaling. You turn uh, and start going. He can catch it in front of you, but don't let him just take it to the house and run right past you. And on both of his big touchdowns, man, he he was gone. The, 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 sec the second one, uh, Tua just had to throw it up. Throw it up, throw it out there, and he just go get it. He, he just go get it. it. It wasn't even a good throw. It wasn't the, the direction uh, that he was going. He, he made a, a slight adjustment, looked, turned around over his other opposite shoulder, and 
just let it drop in there and go um, with with no resistance from Washington. Yeah, and then the the first touchdown, he was lined up in the slot against uh, Quan Martin, and Quan got didn't get his hands on him or nothing. He didn't jam him. It was just Tyree did a juke move, and off he went. And Quan was playing catch up from there all the way into the end zone. And well, it was I'll, like I'll it, was, it was just a pitch and catch. Well, between, I'll give that. Uh, yes, Quan Martin got got beat, but I don't think anybody would. If you ask anybody, any fan, hey, Quan Martin one on one versus Tyreek Hill, who's going to win that? <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's nobody that's not taking Tyreek Hill on that. Um, and yeah, I, I, so, I understand. So, so, so from a defensive scheme, I'm going to put this on uh, first game defensive coordinator. How are you? How are you leaving? Uh, Rookie, not even starter, right? He might be starting now, but he wasn't starting earlier in the year. He was, he was not getting a lot of playing time, and now all of a sudden you're you're leaving him out there, basically on an island by himself with the best best wide receiver in the NFL, second I best. Um, I understand. I understand. So that, but you mean, but you but you give him free release off the line, kid. Come on, man. I, I, listen, I, you, you. I get that you can scheme it up, but and scheme it differently, but. As the point that you're trying to make, it's Tyreek Hill. And you let Tyreek Hill get off the line untouched. You don't jam him. You don't try to redirect him. You do nothing but line up man to man. And he just comes off the line and goes sh- on a straight go route. Right? I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I he should have had, had some safety help. I'm not saying that he shouldn't have. But when you look at the play, he just took off running, literally. And, and, so we'll just threw it right to him, hit him in stride, and, and off to the races he went for sixty something yards. And and but Washington hasn't been jamming people at the line all year long, right? That's that's not a. I, I hear I heard Rivera say that a week or two ago, um, about not giving the receivers free release. But we've been doing that all year long from from game one to what is this game twelve. Uh, 13, we've, we've been doing it all year long. So that's what you've trained these guys to do. Um, I, 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 while I, while Quan Martin does need to do a better job, that's not how he's been taught and schemed and, and everything else. It's, it's not a, I, I'm not trying to give him a pass by any means, but man, you, Look, coaches, you cannot have Tariq Hill one-on-one with with anybody. Anybody. Well, well from a defensive standpoint uh, in this game, it was very clear that Ron's approach was to play a lot of zone. He didn't play zone the entire game, but there was quite a bit of zone. And I don't know if that was just to kind of simplify the defense or if it was just his strategy to play that particular offense. But either way, there was a lot of zone. And Miami was smart enough with uh, uh, Mike McDaniels and and Tua and the offense was able to attack our zone, right? You would see those guys catch the ball, and then there's no defender. And now the guys are rushing to make the tackle, which, oh, by the way, we're not a great tackling team. But it was more of the, one of those things where you find, you find the soft opening in the zone and off to the races, just get get the, the yards after catch and see what you can do. And it was one of those things where I'm not going to criticize Rivera for going zone because maybe that was the best 
choice right. or best right. thing to do based on our personnel versus their personnel. But they're smart enough and a good enough team, man, that they attacked the zone and you end up with 31 points at the half and you end up losing losing in the manner which you which you lost. And then on top of that, when when they weren't catching underneath in the zone, they were burning it over the top. And and then of course, you know, Sam gives them an easy pick six and and that deal. I, I I'm I'm gonna put that all on Sam. I I, I absolutely I, and, I don't understand. Hands, good hands by the guy. I mean, not too many people uh, in that situation have hands that just stick like glue. You know, he did, it'd be one thing if he tipped it and then batted it. I mean, he just caught it like a receiver and was gone, man. Yeah. But I did, what I didn't understand is clearly it was predetermined that's what he was going to throw. He dropped back, pivot, turn, threw it. And the guy, I mean, the guy was right in his face, right. at least right in his line of sight between him and the receiver. And it's like, if you look, if you're looking or going through your progression, you don't throw that, right? So the fact that he just threw it, it's like that was a predetermined place to go in that play call, in that because I think it was a screen pass, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, it's like, yeah, basically, come, come on, Sam. And, and so that feeds into the point you're making. Any critics of Sam Howell will point to plays like that and go, "That's why yeah. he's not the guy." Right. 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 Um, and and and, it, and it, at, at the same time, you watched Tua back there, and he had again he's got he's got some weapons that he's playing with, but another thing that he has is man, how many times did we even come close to sacking him, putting pressure on him? Maybe only a couple times all game long of pressure. He had so much time back there, and I I wish we could have some consistency. To where, whether it's Sam Howell, whether it's the next quarterback, um, you know, where 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 we've got an offensive line that can, you know, that, that can consistently give an extra moment of time, an extra tick, uh, not only for Sam Howell, but it gives that extra tick for the receiver to get open. Uh, everybody always puts yeah. it on the quarterback, but it, it's you know it's the the receiver who has a a ten and out uh, or ten yards and in type of play. And I'm just keeping it simple. Um, you know, Sam's Sam's in trouble at seven yards. They don't even have time to make their cut to get open for Sam on some of these routes. Um, and so it, it, there's things that start stacking as far as problems when you don't have enough time on your offensive line. Well, absolutely. And so not only do we not have the protection for our quarterback to go through his progressions and allow those things the way to a hat, but the flip side of that is we don't, we're still not able to, to get any pre, uh, pass rush on the opposing quarterback Correct. to just dis, to disrupt their timing, to disrupt yep, their yep. offense. Um, and I know those people are going to say, well, that's why you don't trade way. Listen, that's a whole nother I, I stand by the decision to to trade those guys. Okay, they I agree. They weren't getting the production. They weren't getting the pass rush, and they were here. And so it's not happening now. So you don't pay ninety million dollars to a guy's not getting pass rush. And certainly, Trace Young is gonna is gonna. I'm sure is asking the same account amount of money. But sure. the lack of pass rush from our defense is is astounding. I mean, yeah. 
It, it's yeah. like we, we can't manufacture any any pressure on the opposing quarterback. Well, it, it's going to be funny this offseason. Um, you know, as it stands right now, Washington's going to continue to be have a very high draft pick. Um, I think we were at five before this yeah. weekend. Um, obviously, we didn't do anything to to uh, make that draft pick any worse. Um, and so there's going to be a lot of holes, right? There's going to be a lot of high demands. Uh, defensive end, we def- we desperately need a a defensive end, you know, offensive uh, tackle, offensive line, desperately. And you know what? What if one of the couple quarterbacks you think is better than uh, Sam Howell is right there or the cost to move up isn't very much? I mean, it's going to be tough decisions. There's going to be a lot of debate within uh, Washington fans and even in the media of what direction that they should go. And if you hit on any of those positions, you didn't go in the wrong in the wrong direction, right? It's always in hindsight that you you, you took Chase Young, and oh yeah, there's a quarterback in in San Diego who's pretty good quarterback, you know, uh, that you could have had instead. Um, yeah, yeah, but but let's be honest though. I mean, I know I know this is another debate for another time, but yeah, look at look at the Chargers with that quarterback, and where's the success for that team? And right. yet here they are paying him a buttload of money, and yet they're not having a whole lot much more success than we are. Oh, I, I agree. I, mean, I agree. And then I'm not trying to change things, but if you feel like your quarterback is set, um, it's it's always easier through free agency, through the draft, through whatever, to fill those other spots. The quarterback, as we know, is the you know, I know is, look, is look, the Achilles heel of, of, of look, most they teams got, that aren't successful. They got Justin Herbert, pro bowler. They got Austin Eckler, running back, pro bowler. Keenan Nally, pro bowler. You get to the defensive side, the only one that I can think of is Derwin James, been to the pro bowl. And, oh, by the way, they have one of the Bolson brothers. And they still can't get it done. Right. Right. They got Pro Bowl players on both sides of the ball. They're still not getting it done, including the fact that they have a franchise quarterback. So I get it. Listen, we need one. I'm not saying that let's not get it, but we need one. But my point is people think just by drafting a quarterback in the first round is all of a sudden turn your franchise around. Ask the Chargers how that's working out right now. Oh, I I, I agree. I mean, I think um, I mean we'll get into this after the season and, and, and throughout the season. I mean, you look at Ron Rivera – uh, his number one draft picks overall, they're failures. If I'm, if I'm looking at them as a number one draft pick, you know, if, if you tell me you get this person in the, in the fourth round, third round, okay. Right. But it's been chase young, Jamin Davis, Emmanuel Forbes and Dotson. It, it's failures. As far as a first round pick, that's you, you, you need to hit on three out of four of those. Two out of four. You can't go over four. And I'm not trying to say that Dotson or, or Forbes is going to end up being a you know a total bust, but I I need first round talent, first round play out of you. Um not not what we're getting. Let's put it, let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. And there'll be plenty of time to debate to debate yeah. that because I'm certainly looking forward to the offseason uh 
between GM, head coach, free agency, and the draft. This team's going to look totally different next year. I believe it. And, yeah, and so yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm intrigued by how things are going to look, how they're going to go about it, who we're going to be linked to, potential free agents, potential. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to all of it because I'm finally excited about what's going to be different. Doesn't mean that we're going to be a, 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 a 12 win team next year, but I hope starting next year will be laying the foundation for what this team can build upon um, going forward to turn this team around. And, uh, you know, Josh Harris spoke at a conference this past week and I'm paraphrasing, but basically he said that we're going to be patient. We're going to do this thing the right way. He says, if you just want to be mediocre, uh, mediocre, he says, we can, we can build your team real quick, real fast and get you to eight and eight. Right. If that's what you want to be, he said, but that we're not looking to continue to be mediocre. Right. And so, so his point, I took that is we're going to do this the right way. So right. I'm excited to see what that looks like, man. Um, well, it, he had it, it, he had nothing to do with this team. Any he had nothing to do with any transaction, free agency, draft picks, or anything. That organization, that that ownership group, had nothing to do with anybody, other than make some changes to the stadium, practice facility, and all of those types of things. They've not done anything to do with any player personnel that's on the field. Uh, other than picked up a couple draft picks, right? By by Sweat and uh, Young, that that's on them, right? As as far as their organization, but yeah, any any other contracts, anything? And, and I know a lot of people talk about, um, you know, this coming year we've got is it five of the first one hundred picks as it sits right yeah. now, um, and we've got roughly ninety million dollars in salary cap, and, and those are things that everybody talks about. Uh, another thing I think we miss is Ron Rivera and crew, while they signed Allen, Payne, uh, Terry to long-term contracts, most of the contracts that they've ha- been having have been a lot of one- and two-year contracts. So even the talent that they have now, if we cut them or if we hold on to some people, there's money that's going to be freed up. Um, I mean, part of it is the, is the 90 million for next year, but even the year after that, there's money that's freed up because there aren't a lot of long-term contracts when you're talking about 53 players or, uh, right. So it's not just salary cap is in good shape for next year. It's in good shape potentially for this organization and the new GM for a few years, if they manage it well. They're they're not they're not coming on with a with an anchor around themselves, so. Can you hear me? I uh, I can hear you now. I think there might have been a little bit of a break up there. Um, and I and I was just and I was stating uh, in, in case there uh, that the the new GM and ownership um, they're going to be set up for the next few years because there's not a lot of big contracts. There's no anchor, right? Some some teams the staff comes in and they're just, you know, I'll use the saints as an example, man, they've been in a terrible place, salary cap for a number of years. And, you know, they're starting to get close to being in in a halfway decent place, but um, it it makes it challenging for a team, you know, to keep, you can only keep kicking money down the road for so long. For sure. And, but, but again, 
you know, the 90 million can grow because there's there's players on the team right now that, that could potentially be cut and right. their money could be freed up to to bump that 90 million. But I want to caution you, myself, and any fan out there that, you know, spending that money in free agency, when you start hitting some of the players and giving out the type of contract it's going to require to bring in those big free agents, and 90 million won't go very far. Right. I mean, 90 <laughs> Not a million will be used up real quick because the kind of people that you're talking about trying to bring in here, especially if you're trying to get some of the top free agents at their respective position, brother, not a million won't go very far now. I mean, well, yeah, well, success, successful teams over the long haul start having success in the draft, right? You 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 get some studs that that are, you, you know, you, you get a stud in the second round and at least for four or five years, you're getting them at second round pay you know that might be seven to ten million dollars but when that guy when that guy resigns it's going to at least double um and 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 if you do that for two players three players every single year that's what keeps your salary cap manageable because at some point whether it's sam howell or the next guy or the next guy you want to find that quarterback that is worthy of that 40 50 million dollar contract um and hey, when when you spend fifty million dollars on one player, you better get some some good production out of your three and four million dollar players, because otherwise your 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 salary cap is just going to be blown up because of one player, you know. And that, and that comes with evaluation and the draft to, to be able to make you successful that way. Well, they better do it right, man, because between the QB position, that right now I think. Probably the floor for good QBs is what 45, 50 million. Right. The floor for number one receivers nowadays is 20 million. The floor for a good edge rusher now, based on Montez's sweat contract, is in the 23 to 25 million. Right. So it, it, look, man, it's not <laughs> it's not cheap. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, the, only, the only position, as we all know, that is that has gotten that has gone down in value is the running back position. But your key skill position, your edge rushers, your wide receiver, your quarterbacks, brother, them dudes, them dudes getting paid. And, and, then, and oh, let's start talking about your linemen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I think Washington has done a good job of, thankfully, not, it, thankfully in the last few years, other than uh, William Jackson, that we haven't spent money and not gotten something out of it as far as big contracts, as far as big contracts. Um, well, I guess I'll throw in Wentz on that also. Um, but, you know, long-term contracts, uh, th- these guys have been performing. The the Again, the Payne, the Terry, and Allen. Um, it's been a, con- been a big contract, but we're getting some production out of them. So we will see. We will see. Uh, you got anything else, my man? That's it, well, man. I, I will just close this out by saying, um, you know, I'm not totally disappointed in today's game because it was kind of what I expected. You know, I'd given the confidence number zero and I just thought that this game would be ugly early. And, uh, I can't say that I was way off with it. Um, we got a bye week next week. Correct. I would go on a limb and just say right now, I do not expect Ron Rivera to be fired in the bye week for those that <laughs> want him fired. So I don't think right. that'll happen. 
Um, right. Players will go off and they'll come back. And I'm not even sure who we play next, but uh, uh, we play, we travel west to play the Los Angeles Rams. Rams. Yeah. Okay. Um, so maybe, maybe we have a shot at that, but you know, I don't know. But anyway, we'll be back to preview the uh, the matchup against the Rams, man, and we'll see how that goes. But that's all I got, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same here. Um, I just looked at uh, to see where we are on the draft while we're closing it out here. Uh, we've actually, by losing today, um, and maybe there's some idle teams that they're playing later today or tomorrow, uh, we've, we're actually at number four. Um, that could change based off of other teams winning or losing. Um, and with us off next week, we're not going to, we're not going to go higher, right? Not, not at this point. Um, so we, we will see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Um, we'll pick know, a top five, brother. Oh, I, I, I think so too. I think, you know, bottom end would be six. Um, and it's unfortunate because this is not the, not the expectation we had at any, you know, early in the season. Um, even when we were str- even when we were struggling, um, week four or five, uh, we had a lot of frustration and everything. I didn't think we, I don't think that we thought that it would be this bad. And it's, it's spiraled into fr- from a very mediocre to s- slightly bad team to a, to a horrible team, man. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, Again, try to try to play some solid music here on us going out, uh, even after a loss. Uh, you all enjoy your week off. Uh, spend time with your family. Do your chores. Do whatever you need to do. Get ready for the holiday season. Until next time, peace out, knuckleheads. Peace out, y'all.